0: Welcome to the second episode of To Be Candid. I'm your host, Kate, and today's podcast episode is a good one. Today, we're going to cover Instagram Reels, my workflow behind them, and how I use them to scale my business. If you want to learn how to grow your small business and reach a larger audience through social media, then keep on listening. Hey, I'm Kate, and you're listening to my podcast, To Be Candid, where I will be sharing tips, tricks, stories, and more to help you grow your small business. Hello, hello, what is up everybody and welcome to or welcome back to my podcast to be candid. Today we're going to be talking about all things reels from how to come up with ideas to finding engaging audios to importing your videos to Instagram. I'm here to share all of my secrets, tips and tricks to help you utilize this free social media tool to take your small business even further. If you missed last week's episode, I briefly talked about how I grew my business from 600 followers to over 30,000 in less than six months and today I'm going to share how. We're going to cover three main topics. Number 1, the logistics. Number 2, actually making your reel, and number 3, my personal workflow. So, let's get started with the logistics. First things first, figuring out your ideal time to post. After investing in several educational courses, considering the perspectives of other creators, and simply testing out posting times on my own, I have found that the best time for me to post is 10:30 a.m. Now, how did I figure this out exactly, you may be wondering. So first, go to your Instagram profile, click on the three lines in the top right corner, select Insights. Now, select Total Followers, scroll all the way down to the bottom. Here you'll see your most active times. Tap on the histogram, aka the bar graph. A bunch of little numbers will probably pop up. Those numbers are telling you how many people are active at each of those times. So figure out which bar is the highest or has the largest number on it because sometimes those bars can be pretty neck and neck. So by tapping on it, this really helps alleviate that stress. Um, And yeah, look at what time it says and that is your most active time for your followers. So I personally have the most followers active around noon. So I like to post an hour and a half Before my followers' most active time, and let me explain why. I personally think it's important to post before your highest interaction time. By doing this, you are able to interact with your followers, which leaves notifications on their devices for them to see next time they pick them up. You're able to share your reel to your story, and by sharing it before all of your followers get on, there's a higher chance that more of your followers will see it. More views equals higher outreach. Does that make sense so far? When your followers interact with your posts, Instagram is more likely to push them out. So all of your followers interacting a couple hours before, aka the ones getting on before your peak interaction time, are just helping push your reel onto other people's for you pages. Cool, so now that you've figured out your ideal posting time, it's time to niche it down. What is the content you're actually going to be making? Is it educational? Is it humorous? Are you gonna be recreating trends or is it somewhere in between? I personally started by recreating trends and eventually transitioned into educational content. Now, I primarily do educational content and lifestyle reels with a dash of humor here and there. By being consistent with the type of content I was making, it was really easy to begin implementing those personal aspects to help create deeper relationships with my viewers. When you stay consistent with the type of content you're creating, people are going to come back for more they're going to know what to expect from you and they're going to want those expectations to be met and knowing that you're going to deliver that is just going to want them to keep wanting more from you. Okay, so now let's talk hashtags. Hashtags are keywords or phrases that help you reach others who are interested in said keyword or phrase. For example, if I use the hashtag Kansas couples photographer, Anyone who types that into the search engine on Instagram is going to see my post along with others who have used this hashtag. There's always been a lot in back and forth about how many hashtags you should use, but I personally like to max them out. I feel like the more hashtags you use, again, the more outreach. When coming up with your hashtags, here's some helpful things to include. Where you are, what you do, who the content is for, resources you use, and what the content is about. And here's some example hashtags that I actually personally use on all of my reel posts. So Kansas Travel Photographer, that's where I am. Photography Educator, that's what I do. Tips for Beginner Photographers, that's who the content is for. A resource I like to use is Adobe Lightroom. And lastly, Posing Reels are what my content is primarily about. I have all of my hashtags typed out into a note on my phone that I just copy and paste into my captions. I like to edit my hashtags often, which is why I do this, but if you plan on keeping yours consistent, you can always create a shortcut in your settings to paste them when you type a certain word. Lastly, try and be creative with your tags. When you use a hashtag that's less common, when someone searches those keywords, there's a much higher chance of them seeing your content. If someone were to post something using a hashtag that has hundred sixty seven thousand people who have already used it. Yes, that hashtag may be popular, but it's unfortunately more than likely that what you posted is gonna get lost in that mix. If you use something that's more specific to you and what you do, um, more than likely kind of trying to keep it below a thousand people who have used that tag or even a hundred, if anybody goes to search in that specific tag into the search engine on Instagram, your posts are going to be the ones that pop up, which means that you are reaching your ideal client automatically. So let's move on to number two, actually making your reel. There's so many different ways to go about this from just using Instagram to using external apps, but I'm just going to share the basics. There are five main aspects to creating your short form video content, the audio, length, text, caption, and cover photo. How you navigate which of these you target first is completely up to your discretion there's no real right or wrong way to go about this the audio you use will vary based on the content you create when scrolling yourself try and think about why you're stopping to watch each reel what about it makes it engaging for you and is there any way that you can use this audio and apply it to your niche specifically you want to make a reel that isn't too short or too long If it's too short, your viewers may get annoyed as it begins to repeat itself, and if it's too long, they may not stay around long enough to watch the whole thing. I found that creating videos lasting between 7 and 12 seconds is what works best for me. A good range to consider is 5 to 15 seconds until you find that sweet spot for yourself. When it comes to the text, it's important to consider the font if you choose to highlight your words, how many words you actually have, and your color choices. You want to choose a font and color that's easy to read. I personally prefer the first font options on both Instagram and TikTok. While these fonts may not represent my brand the best, they are the most versatile and legible. Um, So let's talk about captions now. Call to action or short and sweet captions help to entice your viewers, making it short enough that they automatically take the time to read it and engaging enough, leaving them wanting more. An example of a call to action caption would be, did you know this or even save this for later? These are considered call to action because they're asking a question for the viewer to answer or you are telling them how to interact with your post. An example of a short and sweet caption could be something along the lines of, I love the fall or working with seniors is my favorite. So kind of just navigating it like that and being specific will allow your audience to know who you're talking to and what you're all about. Lastly, your cover photo. I like I personally like to use a clip from my video as my cover photo so people can read what the reel is saying whenever they go back and look at all my reels through my actual personal profile on my page. I know lots of other photographers like to use a personal image as well, so when selecting a cover photo, just be sure the image is clear, visually appealing, and personable. So lastly, number three, this is my personal reel workflow. So. Before I get started, or before I get into how I go about everything, I do just want to provide a little bit of a clarification. This is my personal workflow. I'm just going to run through my process. What works best for me may not work best for you. So I am not going to go too in-depth, as some of my process may not even be relative to you. If you have any questions or anything, feel free to DM me on Instagram or even email me um, as well to ask anything or anything further in-depth in regards to everything I'm about to say. Okay, so yeah, let's hop into it. First things first, I get on TikTok and as I scroll, I try to think about how each video I watch could be content related to what I do. If I come across a trend or audio that I like, I actually just send it to myself along with a message saying what I should use the audio for and I'll do this periodically throughout the week. Every now and again, I'll do the same thing on Instagram, but I don't really engage in a lot of reels on Instagram personally, um, just because I like to have my feed really clear, but that's just a personal qualm. I like to watch a lot of reels on my personal Instagram, just not my work one. Um, So yes, I'll send those to myself throughout the week. So I kind of have them all like piled up. I like to botch film my reels on the weekend when my husband is home or during the week when my daughters are napping. Um, So how I prep for my reels is Pretty much, I just make sure my hair is done, Um, and I like to wear clothes that I feel comfortable in and truly like myself in. Authenticity is a large part of what my brand is, and I think that it's important to showcase in all the aspects of my work, including reels and other short-form video content. So that's why I don't dress up too much for them. Um, Plus, sometimes it's funnier looking like a hot mess um, and just being honest about how I look in my everyday life, Um, and I feel like it can sometimes make it feel more relatable to the people viewing it as well. I actually film 99% of my content on TikTok. Trending audios on TikTok don't usually start trending on Instagram until about a week later, which makes it super easy for me to save up all of those audios and film them all at once on TikTok. So as I go throughout the week and I'm ready to post for the week to follow, everything is now relevant on Instagram. So, um, I like to use the same fonts each time and the same kind of angles when recording. This helps for my viewers to associate my videos with one another, psychologically scratching an itch in their brains simply by viewing the cohesiveness. So, by having the same kind of font, every time they see my stuff, they're going to be like, oh, this is what this is about. Or, oh, okay, so this is what she's talking about. Or, I know what to expect from this video. And I just really feel like it helps it kind of create almost like a full circle, if that makes sense. Okay, so um, then I will just post them to TikTok. No specific time, no specific captions, no specific hashtags. I just post them. I think I'll eventually regulate the algorithm or try to at least on TikTok, but for now it's just a housing hub for my content. All right, so this is kind of the confusing part. So let me explain what I'm doing before I explain how I do it. Instagram does not push out content shared from other platforms. Let me say that one more time. Instagram does not push out content shared from other platforms, as it benefits said platforms opposed to their own. So I save all of my TikToks without the watermark before uploading them to Instagram. And here is how I do that. First, I click on the TikTok that I want to save. Then I will copy the link of said video. Then I'll go on to Safari, Safari and I'll type in snaptick.app snap as in like snapchat tick as in TikTok, period and then app as in like application and this is the link that i use specifically so here i'll paste the link and download it to my device so i've used this site for over six months now and i've never had a virus on my phone nor have i had a problem come from it so i really feel as though it's trustworthy so i'm not just giving you some random website that's going to completely screw over your phone Um, and then, um, from there, uh, once it's downloaded, it saves to the files on your phone. So now I go to the files and I save it from the files onto my photos. So now you have your video saved directly on your camera roll on your phone, if that makes sense. So now that I have the video without the watermark saved directly to my phone, when sharing the video on Instagram, I start a brand new reel, like starting from scratch. And I import the audio first the only bad thing about SnapTic is that it unfortunately unaligns the audio just slightly by importing the audio first then the video you're able to shave off the first second to fix the timing and that's really unfortunate whenever it comes to like lip syncing videos or really trying to like have the image changed right on a beat drop or something like that so by doing it like this it pretty much just alleviates that problem while still being a free quick easy option if that makes sense um so now all i do is i type in a short caption i paste those hashtags we talked about earlier and then i just adjust my cover photo to something that's a little more appealing i personally like to keep my cover photo um something from my first clip of the video so like i said earlier i do a lot of posing reels so i'll let's say it's like five poses for couples and it's like me pointing at like the words that I typed I kind of like to have that be my first clip that people see and that have that be as my cover photo so if anybody goes back and they look through the reels I already have posted then um they already see what it's going to say if that makes sense Um, if you're just getting into reels or you're wanting to improve the process, improve your process, I highly suggest trying a 30 day reel challenge or having weekly themes. These are easy to find on Pinterest if you can't think of some, um, a really cool um, social media influencer that I highly suggest following on Instagram is Maya Nicole. If you don't follow her already, I highly suggest doing so. She does a lot of really cool stuff regarding Instagram and how to use utilize Reels. And she has some really, really cool educational resources that are I would highly suggest um, investing in to really help you grow yourself and your business. Um, and yeah, so that is all for today's podcast episode. I hope I was able to teach you something and provide clearance on anything that you may have been confused about in the past, because let's be real, social media can be really hard sometimes. Uh, if you have any questions or anything, feel free to reach out to me. I love responding to everyone, and I love answering questions and just providing help where I can um, If you would like to, feel free to leave a review or anything like that, share your feedback on this. Um, And I would just love to hear more from you guys and what you guys would like to hear me say or teach about. So yeah, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you all next time. Bye.